All right, so um, we are studying the Siv Hayisurim, which is uh, something that people are often have a difficulty relating to what exactly is this in the Siva Yisurim. So, may I ask, so are we talking about Yisurim Abba, Yisurim We're going to discuss all the Yisurim. First we have to take it slow, we will look at the entirety of Yisurim and understand Yisurim means afflictions. Yeah? How does one relate to afflictions? In, in the in the Torah, in the eyes of the Torah, how does Hashem want us to relate to afflictions? So as always, the morale begins in the Nisivas, each of the Nisivas begins with a Pasuk and Mishlei. As we had all of them? Every single one of them, as we said in the introduction. As we said in the introduction to learning uh, Mishlei, is the reason is because the Nesivas Olam, a Nesiv is a very fine, thin, windy road. And it's hard to stand this road. It's not a simple thing to, man- to manage to navigate your way along this road. And therefore, <coughs> now that's the road. Now let's bring it back to here. What are we? The things that we're trying to analyze, the things we're trying to understand, are things that are not simple to understand. Simple things to understand are analogous to a highway. Wide, straight, yeah, you can't miss it. Right? Like you're gonna just go straight, you're gonna hit the highway and you're gonna take a right. Yeah? Whereas a nesiv, a a path, Lamed based Nesivas Chachma, thirty-two paths of wisdom, so path is easy to miss. And even if you get on it, it's easy to, by accident, you keep on going, and all of a sudden you realize you're in the middle of the forest, hey, what happened? Oh, actually the path took a little delicate turn and you didn't even notice it, okay? So the Sivas are a very fine, thin um, paths of wisdom that has to be understood properly. So therefore, something very fine, it's hard for a coarse mind like ours to grab onto. So when you have something really small, really fine, and you want to grab it with your with your sausage-like fingers. So Yosef, what do you use? First of all, yeah. Well, give me the marshal first of all down here. In this world, tweezers, exactly, right? Uh, which is which are big. And fat on one end, and really skinny and fine on the other hand, right? And 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 the movement, the gross movements, the big movements on the on the one that you're holding, is diminished and made much finer compared to the thing that you're grabbing, right? That is a muscle. Muscle is tweezers for your brain to be able to grab on to really fine ideas. Okay. So being that they see the soul are more complicated, difficult to understand. So the morale always begins them with a marshal. So here we go. Uh, the truth is that we we uh, we did cover this back in the Mishle Shir. So 
this particular positive status, which Shlomo has an advantage, so I'm going to ask you to hold off, so the, so the guys have a chance. Pasuk and Mishlei per Gimel. It's going to be actually three subsequent psukim, we're going to take them one after, after the other. Musra Hashem Bini Altimas the I'm going to just translate it right away the way the Maral understands it as well as the Vilnagon in this regard Musr means afflictions afflictions we're right in the beginning over here yeah. um, okay so again Musr Hashem the afflictions of Hashem Bani Altimas my son don't don't uh, be disgusted by them, don't be repulsed by them. Vaalti quotes and don't find it thorny, don't find it unpleasant, don't, don't find it unpleasant. Uh, another form of being uh, turned off, like like we know by the uh, impartial Shmos, that the Jewish people were like uh, thorns for in the eyes of the Egyptians, that's this language of uh, it's it's a disgust. It's a form of hatred. Disgust. Uh, in his reproach. So we have here uh, a two-part pasuk. Not to reject. Not to be disgusted. Push away Hashem's afflictions, and not to be. Let's just loosely said to be disgusted uh, by Hashem's reproach. Reproach means, tochacha means usually when someone comes over to you and says, Hey, what you're doing, not okay. You got to stop that. Right, that's tochacha. Reproach. What, what does it mean by Hashem's afflictions? Like, uh, afflictions means when Hashem sends a person affliction, suffering. Okay. Hashem sends somebody a ailment or a hard, some sort of a hardship. I want to use the word suffering because suffering actually is a experience that we go through. Suffering is dependent upon you. An affliction is sent to you. Often people respond to an affliction by suffering. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. In fact, we're gonna right we're gonna see not like that. Is this challenge or is challenge at a lower level same thing? No not a challenge. This is, this is afflictions. Meaning something really like you say, getting uh, getting dizzy, uh, getting a disease, being sick, having pain, uh, you know. Is that still a challenge? You want to call it a challenge? You call it a challenge, but it, it, it's definitely an affliction. Challenge is a much more loose term. It challenge uh, doesn't have to be an affliction. An affliction could be a challenge. Affliction could be a challenge. So again, so we have these two types of affliction over here. One is called Musr, which is literally affliction. The other is Tochacha. So the Maral understands beautifully that the difference between them is Tochacha means a corrective measure. Right? I, I tell you, hey, you know, what you're doing, this behavior that you're doing is self-destructive, it's not good, you have to stop this. That's Tochacha. Reproach. And, uh, in the in the Gemara, if you see the language of hochiach, uh, right, is hochacha, is a is a proof, because tochacha comes from prover to show to demonstrate to someone that what they're doing is wrong. Okay, so it says the Maral that tochacha has to do with afflictions that are sent to a person 
as a corrective measure for his behavior. In other words, the person is doing something wrong, the person is doing something bad, and he is sent afflictions as a corrective measure. It means to tell him, to, to indicate to him that he should stop this. The behavior that he's been doing. As a corrective measure, he's doing something wrong, he's doing something bad. We'll talk about it. The point is the Tochacha is a person doing something wrong and he gets afflicted by the rod, right? And that is that's reproach means it's a corrective measure. Whereas the first one, Musa Hashem, that's again that's affliction, but without the implication of the corrective measure. So there's afflictions that are not coming to be corrective. There are afflictions that are coming to be corrective, and there are afflictions that are not coming to be corrective. What is the type of affliction that is coming not to be corrective? Absolutely. It's not corrective without a particular action of the person themselves. It could be a correction for the environment, the world. Or you just said very concisely, what's that called in the, in the language of Chazal? Yisurim shel ahava. Good. Right? Afflictions, what's called afflictions of love. We'll discuss it more think what that means. But in other words, this person is not doing anything wrong. And nonetheless, he's getting afflictions. So there's two different types of afflictions. There's afflictions when you're doing something wrong and you get afflicted, that's called tochacha. And there's afflictions when you're not doing anything wrong and that's called musr. In Iposik. Musr Hashem beni altimas. The afflictions of Hashem, my son, my son is a term of endearment closeness. Whereas there's no term of endearment over there, right? Why not? Because over there, even though of course you are still Hashem's son, right? But that's not being emphasized over there, why not? What? And then for what? Nah, no, come on, you can do better than that. No, you can do better than that. He's evil. And therefore? Yeah, yeah, so why is there no mention of being a son over there? It can be right now, that's not what I'm holding. I mean, you can say, you know, when, when, you're, when you're behaving very nicely, very good, so then your parents, ah, my son, right? When, when, you're, when, when you're behaving poorly, what, what, do you, what do your parents say? Fushuan! Right? Because, I, I, I mean, obviously you're still his son, right? That doesn't, doesn't change the, the, the son. But, 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 but you don't have that emphasis over there. 
no, on the, on the contrary. Then your wife says, it's your son. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, how, how to tell the difference between the two? Oh, don't worry, you're getting started. Oh, yeah, hold on a second. Not, not everything at once. That's it. Only Hashem can speak multiple things at the same time. That's that uh, unlike Basavadam. Basavadam, we can only make one sound at a time. And then we have to wait till all these sounds they accumulate together and we build words and sentences and paragraphs and thoughts and structures. That's uh, the guys that learn the Dark Hashem know that, right? Is layer by layer right? you have to layer on the understanding so first we're, layer, we're just pointing out that there's two types of affliction there's affliction that is corrective to a person who does something wrong and there's affliction to someone who did not do anything wrong and that's called Yisum Shal Ahava for a tzaddik if he didn't do anything wrong that's pretty good right Right. Anyway. I was so, so I was trying to leave who was going to be for like a person that would help out their whole pot of maybe they just was really strong, but it's helping out Okay, so so you soon so you soon we have you soon that are corrective, which in the Dark Hashem those are called you soon shall his orbs, if you recall, arousal. I mean, you soon that arouse a person to what he's doing is wrong, right? It's is you know, yeah, you know, like that, like. <laughs> oh, see, I'm trying to show you. Take his elbow off the table. You understand? So, if if at the dinner table, each child was elbow on the table, so he smacked the table. He, he smacked the elbow, right? But the point is, you have. It's not a punishment necessarily. It, it's a corrective measure. You, you try, now. That's not called punishment. No, punishment is go to your room. Wait, but what? What would the? That's a muscle. What would the nimshul? This is affliction. That punishment is an affliction. You say tochacha is and the through this through this through this uh, affliction. I am uh, I am indicating to you that you should change your behavior. Which means the, the the purpose of the affliction is to arouse you to realize that what you're doing is bad. So then, then there is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Then there is another thing, which is not directly tochacha in that way, but more of a um, correct, not corrective to your behavior. Right? There's two there's two types of correctiveness. There's corrective to your behavior, and there's corrective to your existence. Corrective to your existence means that you've you've uh, internalized things into your existence into who you are which are not good for you and the yusurim are going to expunge that they're going to they're going to help remove that the the afflictions sorry but that that isn't getting that isn't getting josh's arm off the table yeah there's two things first of doing something wrong so you could just doing a light a light tap or a smack right it just to indicate to him that what he's doing is, is wrong, he should stop doing this. Right. If he gets that hint, it's Hashem, right? Uh, second hint. If he gets the hint, 
If you guess the hint, then good that he stops doing it, we're, we're okay. After I tap him once and he keeps up on the table, I tap him again and he keeps up on the table, it's okay. Go to your room. That's a punishment. I mean, go to your room is a punishment. But that isn't meant to be then arousing further than a person eventually. No, arrests. now it's already. Well, I mean, the point now of the punishment is different, is to undo the wrong that's been done. The point of the of the of the of the Yisurim, uh, his orus, arousal is to get you to stop doing what you're doing. And if you stop, then okay. Yeah? But if you persist and you do it long enough, then it's no longer enough for me to just get you to stop what you're doing because you've already uh, internalized enough of that junk that now we have to actually go through a process of expunging, of removing some of those bad things from the person. I would think getting sick would be I mean, there's many different. Uh, you're looking to narrow in on one particular so affliction. There's many afflictions. That's fine. So you use sick for affliction. What would you use for punishment? Exactly. No, no, no. These are afflictions. There's afflictions to arouse a person, to get a person to realize that what they're doing is bad and stop it. And but if a person ignores those and continues doing it and actually internalizes a lot of that stuff. Then you need a different type of affliction, obviously a much harsher type of affliction to actually remove that stuff from him. Which may be in Eremazah and may be in Gehenna. It may be in, in a more spiritual realm where, where there's a need for, if, if, if one needs uh, you know, to, to, to take out stains, if you have a light stain, so you just brush it off, or if it's like, yeah, you, you might need to take a wet wipe or something and just brush it. But if it if it stays there for a while, it sets in, and then like, you, know, you iron the thing in, right, into the fabric, you have to send it into the dry cleaner. Can we have a term just to use, so we can differentiate? Is that, is that onish? Is that, or is that actually a, thir a, a third? Um, Sifug. 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 We're gonna we're gonna see the Gemara is gonna talk about it. That as the remove uh, ex expunging, the English word is expunging. This is called this would be called punishment. Punishment is the wrong word. I don't want to use the word punishment because punishment connotes you did something wrong. Oh, I'm really upset with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna punish you. Cleansing. Right, cleansing, expunging, same thing. Right, uh, is is the removal is it's all for your benefit. And that's exactly what, 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 what so, so uh, I have a question about that. So you're doing something wrong. You're not responding to corrective measures. So then you have a harsher measure to expunge. But are you expunging the uh, spiritual effect of what you are doing? Right. Or uh, the because. Well, what's the other option? What's the other option? You're doing something wrong. You're not responding. Responding to the corrective measure, you get the cleansing effect. It's bad. You get through it. You get cleansed. But then you keep repeating the same. Ah, very good, Alex. Very good. Okay, perfect question. Can I ask you to hold it for about 15 minutes, and then and then if I haven't gotten back, I think I think I'm gonna answer it like coming right up. But if you feel it hasn't been answered, then bring it up again, okay? That's exactly where we're looking to go.
yes, you say was the difference between maybe a mistake and a misstep. A mistake is that you did something wrong. A misstep is you're wrong, but you went off the path and then to be corrected. So maybe the, the I just what the difference is between misstep and mistake. misstep of our is you're you're going the right way, but you kind of no, 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 no. The Musa is Yisur Shal Ahava. The person did nothing wrong. Zero, nothing. Okay? We're going to talk about what that is. What, what is this principle that there is Yisurim that a person can get, afflictions that a person can get for having done nothing wrong? And then the Tochacha we're pointing out breaks up into two points. Number one, corrective and the, of, of your behavior. And there will be more corrective of a person's being like to correct what you are okay uh, so uh, next pasuk let me show you so why shouldn't the person be disgusted why shouldn't the person reject afflictions no one wants afflictions right do you want afflictions no but you want the end result. Oh, so, so if a person gets afflictions, why shouldn't he reject it? Why shouldn't he be repulsed by it? Ki Hashem, because the one that Hashem loves, Yochiach, he reproaches. Uka'av, as Ben Yitzah. And like a father, the, who desires his son. So, so what do we uh, notice? What do we say back in the first pasuk, in the previous pasuk? We pointed out there were two halves to the pasuk. We had the pasuk of Musur Hashem, which was, we said, is, is what? Musur Hashem? Yisum Shalava, exactly, afflictions of love. Musa Hashem Bini Altimas, my son. Mm-hmm. Why is he being called a son over here? Because he's a tzaddik. Because this is Yisum Shalava, we're talking about a tzaddik. Right? Okay. And then we had the Tochacha, no mention of son, the reproach, because what he did is wrong. Now notice over here, we're going to now start explaining the end. The previous pasuk, we break it up as being A, B. First half of the pasuk will call A. Second half of the pasuk will call B. So we got Yisurim Shel Ahava followed by Yisurim of Yisoros and Sifug. Now we're gonna follow up with back to Tochacha. I mean B, A, A, B, B, A. We're gonna we're gonna start with the part that we left off. With. You understand? So we're going to first address the Tochacha, the one for the person that, that, that is doing something wrong. And then we're going to co- come back to the Yisru, uh, afflictions of Ahava. So, The one Hashem loves, He gives approach. Like a father who desires a son. Mentioning his son the second time. Why you mention the son the second time and not the first in the, in the, in the first half of the post? Because it's a person myself. 
That's right, exactly. Look, in the first Pasuk, we said, we called you a son in the first half. That's the Yisrub Shavu, that's the Tzaddik. Right? Second half, no mention of son. Why? Because you're not a Tzaddik. You do something wrong. You're not currently behaving as a son of Hashem. But still Hashem wants you good, of course. Now we're picking up with that guy. And we're saying, you know what? You know Hashem is giving you this tochacha? It's not because he hates you. It's not because he wants to hurt you. It's because he loves you. Even though you're a bad guy. Even though you do something wrong. And then we come back. And, and, and as for the tzaddik is concerned. It's like a father who desires a son. That's why he's giving you Yisum Sha'ahava. It's a father who's trying to bring his son even closer. So again, the, first of all, on the Pshat level, the reason why a person should not reject afflictions is because the afflictions are coming from a place of love. Afflictions are coming from a place of a desire for closeness. And they're a positive thing. They're a good thing that is being sent to a person to help him. So, so if something is coming from a place of love, and the thing is rejected, that's of course the silliest thing. If I do something for you out of love and you reject it, so you just harm yourself. This is probably not correct, but does that mean that if the, if the son is considered a tzaddik, does that mean that the person, what Hashem is not representing the person as a tzaddik, does that mean that the Surim elevate that person to a tzaddik? Uh, yeah, if, yeah, if the Yisurim expunge the, the negative from him, then he's left aside. Well, in fact, we could have a statement in the Gemara and Brachas like that. That it, act, that it acts as a Mizbeach, it acts as an altar to gain a personal atonement. See, Reish Lakish. Okay, so, so we have that number one, afflictions come from a place of desiring one's good. They're being done to help the person. And the goodness specifically is what? The closeness to Hashem. Right? It's like a father who, who wants a son, who desires a son. He wants a son close. And again, we're pointing out that each time addressing the Yisurim Shal Ahava, Yisurim Shal Tochacha, Yisurim shall tochacha and Yisurim shall ahava. That's the pattern in our two psukim. Got it? Okay, continuing. Ashrei Adam Yafik Chachma. Happy is the person who expresses wisdom. So here we're making a contrast to everything we've said until now. Until now we said, if you're getting Yisurim, if you're getting afflictions, accept them, it's good for you, don't be disgusted by them, don't reject them. So now it's like almost like a but. Happy is the person who expresses wisdom. It's a contrast. This is the other way you could go. One way is the Yisurim route. Now we have to know which of these swim we are negating right now. The other, the, the, the other route is Chachma. So the way, in other words, the way to avoid 
Yisurim is through expressing Chochmah, which is Limula Torah, the learning of Torah. Okay? Now, we will see that this is only going to help remove the Tochacha one, the, 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 the Yisurim of reproach. Not the Yisurim of Ahava, we'll see why. We'll see why. Talk about it. Okay? Say? Yeah, Josh? We're going to talk about it. Somehow it facilitates it. Not to encourage. Somehow it facilitates it. And even potentially to, to undo some of the distancing. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Uh, Torah might do a lot of really wonderful things. We're not, tell- we're not telling you everything good that the Torah does. We're telling you that by learning Torah, you avoid afflictions. Is there other things that happen in the Torah? Absolutely. There's lots. There's lots. There's lots. There's lots. Yeah. So Torah has a quality, has a particular quality of protecting a person from affliction. Uh, so, That's it. Uh, uh, hold on, but uh, Musara is the affliction of love. So oh, you're at Sadek. So, 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 so I just said. So I just. So I just. You're right. So we just said that this is only referring to. There's only going to help with the afflictions of of uh, of tochacha of uh, of corrective corrective afflictions. What? Chachma and Tochacha at all? Uh, Just random question. Yeah. Not, 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 that I, not that I see. I mean, they do share some letters in the root in common. So maybe maybe there's something there, but not 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 the right in front of us. Bringing by way of the analogy that with Josh and his arm, that would make it sound like in, so for Josh to realize to get his right. arm off the table, he would through learning Torah can learn that. Is that what we're saying? Or is it we're talking about that it's metaphysical? But there's some there's some other avenue that doesn't actually get us to the actual corrective measure, but it's as if. You got that lesson, even though it's not actually realizing getting the arm off the table. And I just made up that second part. I have no idea what I'm saying. In the so. So the truth is like this. It's gonna get. It's gonna get finer. We're gonna have to um, nuance it one more time to answer the question you guys are asking. Okay, so you're making me go drop, dr- jump, a drop out of order. Um, but uh, there are. 
there are Yisurim afflictions that come to a person because of Chatoim, because of transgressions. And those we just broke up into either Yisurim shall Yisurim's arousal, meaning pointing out what you're doing is wrong to get you to stop, or to expunge what you've already done. Then we've spoken about Yisurim shall Ahava, which are higher up. But then the truth is that the Yisurim of Tochacha has one more category, and that's going to be the category that the Lord of Torah is going to help with. And that category is the correction to the pre-existing inbuilt lacks that we have in our personalities and in our um, character, sure. Okay? So in other words, there are character flaws. And therefore, even though the person didn't quote-unquote do anything wrong, but he's still fit for tochacha. He's still fit for reproach. Not Musa. Musa is the higher level. Or I mean, the Musa, by, by Musa you mean Yisrub Shalahava. Correct, not that. Okay, that's going to be a different level. We will see all this in the, in the Gemara coming up. Okay. So my point, what, what is, what, now why do, I, why do I have to say this? Because if the, per, if the person is doing something wrong, then the Lord of Torah is not going to help. However, if the person is not doing anything wrong, then the Torah will help. But the other question is, wait, but if the person is not doing anything wrong, then what does the Torah need to help with? It's, it's this. Is the 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 inbuilt the inbuilt lacks that we are born with in our personality, in our thinking, in in our in in our in our um, spirit. And those things, there the learning of Torah will protect. Now we have to discuss how. We have not yet said how, but the point is, if there's actual real actions that you're doing that are wrong. Then there's nothing to do but to, to receive afflictions for that. What is it actually protecting? The person from afflictions. You're asking how does the Torah protect the person from afflictions? We're saying that there's, there's another type of afflictions that come to correct the bad, let's say, personality traits that you have. The, the bad part, the, the broken parts of your spirit. So meaning if a person is angry, there, there's going to be afflictions to bring out that anger and raise it to the No, no, no to, to, to remove it, to, to remove break it. it. To yeah. remove the anger. Yeah. But, okay, in what way? We'll talk about it, but okay. the, the point is, so the learning of Torah will not help for a person actually doing transgressions, those have to be corrected. But isn't that why they're doing transgressions? Is because of this character flaws? Maybe, but you can still stop yourself from doing those transgressions even though you have those flaws. You could not do things that are detrimental to you. And even the keys, you can work really, really hard and learn all the halakhas really well and be very careful. But you still, but you still need 
to be elevated higher in character. Yeah. So, so, so the learning of Torah will not protect from the from the afflictions that need to come if a person did something wrong. They also will not help for the Yisur Shal Ava, which we're going to talk about later. What that is. What they do help for is this category in the middle, and I'll explain to you what that category is. That category usually will be viewed like this. Usually will be viewed like this. <coughs> a person didn't do anything wrong, where when you do something wrong, you bring, you summon the afflictions upon yourself. You're holding up a lightning rod. Okay? That's one. That's one way. You're not doing that. But nonetheless, sometimes afflictions could come to a person even though he's not summoning himself, as long as he doesn't have a shield over him, protecting him. That's what the Torah does. The Torah acts as a shield to protect him from anything, from any, from any afflictions coming. Now, that sounds kind of, you know, we're, we're, why, why should anything, what, randomly things happen, things don't happen randomly, it's all, uh, you know, uh, determined in heavenly courts. So that's, that's what we're going to have to understand, exactly how does the shield work, and why is that, why is that, um, why, why is it built this way? Why is it good for us? Like that. Okay? But that's what it's going to talk about. It's, and it's going to, it's going to talk about <coughs> two ways to elevate that middle ground of us. In other words, we can break things down, afflictions for the, let's say like this. We can break it down. Afflictions for the Rishoyim, for bad people, lower third. Afflictions for the Bainanim. Afflictions for middle people, they don't do anything bad, but they still have plenty of room to grow. And afflictions for the third category, for the tzaddikim, for the righteous ones. Okay, so, Yisurim for the Rishoyim, those, learning Torah is not going to help. You do, you're doing bad things, you've got to get Yisurim, you have to get affliction. Okay, as a, both a corrective measure and a way to expunge. For the upper category, those that person is a big tzaddik. We have to understand why you'd be getting Yisurim. That's called Yisurim Shalav. It's a different thing. Torah like you guys said, Torah doesn't help. First of all, he's probably learning Torah the whole time, right? And second of all, whatever the Torah does, it's not going to help for that thing. And then there's the middle category, the Bainunim, that for them, there's, there's two ways to help them, there's two ways for them to transcend their state, one is through the learning of Torah, and one is through afflictions. And the, the, the Torah will help in that, or, or there's the afflictions help in one area while the Torah helps in another area. Say again? For that middle category, the two different ways, is the Torah helping with one aspect while well, the Israel? No, no, it's helping with the same exact thing. That's why one, one can replace the, the other. That's why one can replace the other. Okay, so. Um, again, if you guys, let, if, if you guys, I realize there's a lot flying here, but if we just take it a little bit more, you know, just lay it around, then we'll, we'll step by step by step, we'll, as I said, we'll be much clear, okay? <clears throat> Last questions, is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, no, we, we can have questions, just 
ask questions on the thing that I'm saying, as opposed to like, wait, so what does this mean? Well, my wife broke her leg last week. Like, what, what exactly? Right? So, so those questions, you know, let's wait until the end. Okay? I mean, like the end of the Nesiva Yisur. <laughs> What? Write them down for after class. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so let's continue. So, um, says the Gemara in Brachas, <coughs> Dav Hey, explains to us this this attribute, this uh, uh, aspect of Torah, which protects a person from these middle level, mid range. Yisurim, yeah, which is Amoresh Lakish. Said Reish Lakish. Kola Osek B'Torah. Everyone who is involved in Torah, who toils in Torah. Yisurim B'Dilim Mimeno. Yisurim separate off from him. Shemamar, like the Pesach says, Ubenei Reshef which the Gemara proves that Bnei Reshef means Yisurim, or damagers. Yagbihu Of are lifted away by a bird. Ain Of, our Torah. Of, the flying thing, not, not Of a bird, but Of, which means flight, flying thing. Uh, the, that is referencing Torah. Shanamar if you take your eyes off of it, you remove your eyes from it and it, and it disappears, that's referring to Torah, it flies away, right? Which actually I think we spoke about that, we spoke about that in the Siva Osher, anybody remember? Five points after credit, you go back into your notes, if you were here for the Siva Osher, tell me where we mentioned this possible. Shlomo, come on. Well, if it's not something from Hashem, but you're trying to get more and more money. Yeah. Or, or money is one option, or the other thing is? Chachma. Very good. Okay, you guys did it. Very good. So you guys did it. You guys, you guys tagged. Okay. I was thinking that they were. Is that similar to the Yisate to rap? No. Vein, Reshef, El Yisurim, Shanamar, Okay, so the point is that the Torah, which is described specifically, that's what we want over here, the Torah, which is described as the flying thing, removes afflictions for a person. So the Torah can be called many things. Some places the Torah is referred to as a fire, right? Hashem gave a fiery Torah to his people. And as it's referred to as Mayim, a Mayim of the Torah, right? In every case, there's a different aspect of it that's being emphasized, yeah? So, here, the Torah is being referred to as the flying thing. Now, when you think of a flying thing, and again, back to those that were here for the Siva Osher, you guys will have an advantage, yeah? Why is the Torah here being referred to as the flying thing? Carries away the bad. 
Okay. Somebody think about That's right. It's a, f- a thing that flies. It flies in the in the sky, which means you're talking about a lofty, high flying thing. You're talking about a spiritual high thing, right? And that's how it removes the afflictions from a person. How? Similar to Red Bull. Gives you wings, right? Torah gives you wings. That's right. E- even if even if you even if you're a bull. Yeah. Wait, but what are we saying? Yeah, uh, that's that's what they modeled the the, the eagle on. The golden calf was modeled upon the red bull. I'm serious. I, 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 no, they got it right. No, no, no. It was a red bull. No, I'm saying if they had done that part, they would have been better. Oh, okay. okay. That's, well, that was the only thing that was wrong. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay, so... Wait, what, what, giving, it, giving it wings, meaning that it allows it to go... Not it, the person. The Torah is wings. The Torah is the flying thing. It's not a bird. It's the flying thing. It's the wingy thing. Okay? And so when you... Torah and Torah, what happens? It gives you wings. You fly. And when you fly, when you go high, right? So then you are elevated above out of this world of, of uh, the mundane. And that's the thing that the, we're going to see that the Yisurim, that's what they do. Yisurim afflictions, afflictions help a person to detach from his grounding from being intertangled, intertwined with the physical world. All of us start out yeah, like the Dei Hashem says, right? What, 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 are the, what are the advantages that the Yitzhahara has over the Yitzhah Tov? To the, starts earlier. Which means that by the time that you even become cognizant of any aspect of Spirituality, serving Hashem, morality, you know, nobility, any such things. Like if a person even dawns on him these things, you've been involved day and night in physicality for years, for years and years, right? And that's why, and that's why it's it literally the Mesut Hashem describes that a person has to make a revolution, make a mapecha. A, uh, you know, to, to rebel against the uh, against the dictator inside of ourselves and break away to to spirituality. So so our involvement in the physical world is only to the extent that things are working really well. Once let's let's talk about, let's talk about ailments. The easy example: ailments. Right? Person loves food. He's a foodie. He loves food, buys food, thinks about food. You know, uh, spends a lot of time and money in it. And then he starts getting stomach aches. And he, and he, he develops an uh, issue. And he can't really eat it. He can only have some, uh, some shakes. He has to blend everything you know, in a blender, right? And suck it through a straw. And the person... One week goes by, two weeks goes by, three weeks goes by. He starts thinking to himself, "Hmm, food. Uh, what's 
You know, you know what food does? Food is here to keep me alive, is to, is to give me energy to be able to live, so that I should be able to do mitzvahs, so I should be able to learn Torah, so I should be able to pray to Hashem, right? That's, uh, look, I used to spend like three hours of my day on food, between the procuring of the food, going out to eat in the restaurants, spending tons of money, then afterwards all the bathroom breaks that, that are entailed with all the food that you would consume way more than is necessary, right? Uh, and then he's like, look, I can just like have a milkshake, like not a milkshake, a, 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 a food shake, a food shake in the morning and then like some other thing, it takes about, you know, five to ten minutes for the whole day and I'm still alive, three, three weeks later I'm still alive. Right? So it helped. So what those we soon did is it helped to extricate this person from his involvement in physicality. Okay? Now, of course, as we said earlier, if a person is disgusted with, with the afflictions that he gets, he rejects them, he hates them, right? He's, you know, uh, embittered over it. And he can't wait. The whole time he's thinking, ah, those, the, the fish, the fish that I used to eat back in the shrine. Right? And, and, and then the cucumbers and the, and the watermelons right? that, that I used to have. How I yearn to come back to that life. I don't want to eat this mun. I don't want to eat this tasteless thing that is here to facilitate me to serve Hashem. Right? I want to come back to to dive in to the Nile, right? So that, that person, the Yisrael is not going to do anything for him. The affliction is not going to help because he's not accepting the affliction. He's not taking the, the message. He's not living with it. He's yearning to get out of it. Was the Midbar supposed to be afflictions? Just based on that idea. It's, it's, it's a Mikra it, it's, it, it's, it's a mikra mole, it's, it's, it's an explicit pasuk. I afflicted you in the desert. With mud. With, with everything, all the aspects of the desert. Like what we just saw, we just heard them saying, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the what do they say? Uh, that, uh, our, something like that. Can you give me the Tanakh right over there? That's look at this pasuk. Parshas Chukas, right? The pasuk says, "This is Perak Chaf Aleph, pasuk Hey, pasuk Yeah, pasuk Hey." Why did you bring us here? Why did you took us out of Mitzrayim just to die in the desert? There's no bread. They're mine. And our soul is disgusted by this by this bread that you're giving us. Yeah? So that it's literally a violation of what he's telling you over here. Same language of of, of takots. 
expecting it to swell. Yeah. 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 Y